This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter, when I caught a glimpse of Rita, filling in the ticket in a little white book. In a cap, she looked much older, and the bag across her shoulder made her look a little... Breaking News. And tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show, well, some interesting and breaking news coming out of the state of Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a bill that allows police to arrest migrants who enter the country illegally, which is basically everybody. The bill is a direct challenge to federal authority. And of course, testing the limits of how far Texas can go to keep the migrants out of the state. This is a biggie because the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, has signed this law. It is sweeping new powers that say that local police can go over and arrest them if they cross the border illegally and give local judges authority to order them to leave the country immediately. A sign of the times that Texas is fed up. This is interesting because he says, listen, we've been trying all this time, and the federal government has come up with no solution. We cannot count on the government to rely on security for our state and for our nation and essentially have to take the law into our own hands. So what do you make of this? I say bravo to him. I think it's fantastic that he's doing it, and I think it's a sign of just how dangerous and how risky it is on the Texas border, and clearly they can't count on President Biden to do it. Also on the state of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, who is a Democratic governor, She has said, well, you know, we're going to send some National Guard to the Arizona border because things are so bad and so out of hand. I think it's a little too late, way too little, way too late. And I also think it's also pandering to politics because why didn't she do this all along? Why did she wait so long? And, of course, our border is so dangerous right now. There's a bill where they're debating, as you know, in Congress, and It is preposterous to me because part of the deal with the bill is to try to get Republicans to allow either three to five thousand migrants to cross every day into the United States. Remember, they're hitting as many as twelve thousand sometimes on a single day. That is a record high that they had last week. But it's like usually like ten thousand a day. But they're trying to agree to a reduced amount of crossing the border illegally. 
And then in turn, President Biden gets his Ukraine money and gets the Israel money and all these other things. I say to the Republicans, obviously, I think there should be funding to support freedom around the world. But I say, wait a minute. What are you doing? Why would you ever agree to three or five thousand illegals a day? Hold fast and agree to simply nobody crossing the border illegally. And if that doesn't show that President Biden knows that there are way too many crossing the border illegally and that they have control of it, I don't know what does. Obviously, that's a reveal in and of itself that clearly President Biden knows that they can get a handle on it if they can shut it down right away to say, oh, we're only going to do three to five. It shows he knows he can control the border. And I hope Republicans do not cave. And I hope at the end of the day they say, nope, we will not do any illegals at all crossing our border. What do you make of all these huge developments? Because the migrant crisis is getting out of control. We heard also from Mayor Eric Adams who said that Democrats underestimated the migrant impact. And he warns of what's going to be extremely painful New York City budget cuts. He's also talking about increasing taxes. All of this, in part, at least a huge chunk of it, because of the migrants. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. Why is it our responsibility? You're the one who said, come on in. And you can't wonder now why they're all coming. And you can't say, wait a minute, well, the federal government didn't help us out. The federal government, you shouldn't have relied on them. You should have said, no, we're not going to take any to begin with. There are reports that maybe they are being bust elsewhere. We know, by the way, in Chicago, they're now sending it apparently to other parts of Illinois because they're saying there's no more room at the end. But why did they open the door to begin with? Once you open the door, you open the floodgates. Guess what? It's hard to turn it around. And that is indeed Much of the problem here, as we are certainly seeing with all of this. So where is this going, guys? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Do you agree with what Governor Abbott of Texas is saying? That now it will be a local issue because the feds have not stepped up to their responsibility. So it's time for Texas to take the law and order into their own hands to protect their homeland and their citizens. Meantime, here is Senator Lindsey Graham, who says that he is so concerned with that wide open border and the threats that that means to our homeland. Take a listen to Lindsey Graham. According to the FBI director last week, he's never seen more more threats to the homeland than he does today. Wherever he looks, he sees blinking lights. The border has been obliterated since January 21 till now. Uh, We've had 6 million people come to date. There are 3.6 million on schedule to come this year alone. The policy choices of the Biden administration has made the border a dangerous place to come to. America is under threat, according to the FBI director, since October the 7th. uh, Jihadist groups want to attack us because we're helping Israel. I've never been more worried about a 9-11 than I am right now, and our border has been obliterated, and we're not going to give in on some uh, Band-Aid fix. It is a Band-Aid fix. Although I will say what Governor Abbott of Texas declared a few minutes ago is a lot more than a Band-Aid fix. It is a blaring sign to this administration. If you're not going to protect the homeland, we will. 
And here is Congressman Mark Green with what he says keeps him up at night. Should we be worried about a terrorist attack on U.S. soil? Absolutely, we should be worried. I had uh, Director Ray in front of my committee for our worldwide threats briefing, and he clearly said, you know, that the open border has created both an increased risk for his agents who are now hunting these individuals inside the United States and certainly an increased risk to the American people. And he's honestly, he expressed a real fear and worry about what what's happening in, inside our country. 294 terrorist watch list folks since this president came to office. Compare that to only 11 during the entire Trump administration. Well, that's incredible. What are you doing? That is a huge difference. 1-800-848-9222. You heard him there with my buddy Maria Bartiromo. Here is Norm on line four. Uh, Norm, I say bravo to Governor Abbott of Texas. Your reaction? Agreed. I applaud Governor Abbott for what he's doing. I'm just waiting. When is the uh, federal government going to appeal this? I mean, when, when are they going to do it? Tomorrow? Exactly. Right. I, by the way, Norm, as soon as I heard it, I thought the exact same thing. That you know they're going to say, oh, no, 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 that's a federal (laughs) responsibility. You know, I can't wait to see what are the grounds for the appeal. And I've always said, you know, Norm, with the whole issue with Biden, there certainly obviously are a lot of issues. But the fact that he has left our southern border, especially and the northern one, but especially the southern one, so wide open uh, where it's become a free for all for cartels. That to me is almost as, as serious as all of this money stuff. I mean, it, that is really a dereliction of duty. It, it's just, it is, it's shocking the lack of caring. Like you said, remember when the whole Title 42 stuff was uh, in play and yes. they were, they were fighting like tooth and nail to get it revoked. You know, here was a, mm-hmm. here was a thing to keep it in place. Uh, and oh no, suddenly COVID is gone when he wanted it to be gone. I mean, it, it, you can't make it up, Norm. Yeah, I, I, this uh, Governor Abbott's a tough son of a gun. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I wish we had a governor like that. That's my, uh, my thoughts on that. Absolutely. Well, let's see where it goes. And I agree with you that they certainly will appeal. I'm sure. I, you know, I bet you, uh, I bet you, ten cents. They're going to do it in the yes. next uh, next well, few week. minutes. By the time the show is over. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Norm, thank you very much. Always good to hear from you. Thanks so much, Norm. Let's go to Phil, line three. Phil, what do you think, Phil? It ain't going to work, Rita. It ain't going to work. The government will appeal it. They'll drag it down in a, in a six-month, a one-year appeal. Number two, that I'm very, I'm very shocked by the Texas governor he could have nipped this thing in the bud a year and a half, a year and a half ago, easily. He could have just, you know, simply had Texas Rangers, National Guard, and saying, "No, you're not coming in." Period. That's that's the way it works. Instead, what does he do? Cuts a deal with Mayor Eric Adams, and they send 150 thousand of these people here to New York. Okay, he gets rid of them, but we inherit the problem. We can't have this. By the way, and, and wait, but Phil, it wasn't a deal with Adams. Adams didn't necessarily want 150. I, I think he, I think in in principle, he wanted as many, but he was angry with uh, you know the Texas governor for shipping them. Remember? Yeah, but but the point, the bottom line is he's got to deal with him somehow. I, I think I think the worst the worst issue here is the fact that. This problem is going to continue to the point where these, these immigrants 
are just going to bust out. They're going to explode. They're going to want more and more. They're going to they're going to increase. And then the Chinese communists will, will will send a signal. They'll send the they'll send the ships with with guns, arm them, and they'll be taking over the major cities. Look, Rita, I've been in the service a long time, and I'm telling you, this is the way an invasion works. This is what they call a low-level invasion from the start. It's a Trojan horse, and the people of this country, I'm shocked that they don't do anything about it. I should see five or 10,000 people going to the blessed White House and screaming their brains out for, for three or four days. It'll make the media. Biden's going to have to do something. We're in, a, we're in a country that is seeing its last days, and if we don't do something, if the citizens it's down to the level of citizens. If the citizens of this country don't get actively and very intensely involved in this, we're, we're, we're kiss, kiss America goodbye forever. That's the end. Yeah, the sad news. And you're right. I do feel there is such a disintegration. Uh, almost uh, since this uh, president takes over, there are so many levels where we've seen disintegration, not just with that, but just even within the military, sadly. Um, and some of these standards and some of the, hey, you know, don't worry about the border. Uh, make sure you address them by the right pronoun. I, I mean, you can't even make it up. I couldn't believe it, Phil, when they put out the memo recently. That was shocking, too. Uh, you know, don't worry about chasing after them, but make sure you address them appropriately with the right. Ask them what their pronoun is. What as they're running across the Rio Grande? I mean, it's just they have no clue. And it's really scary. Phil, thank you very much. We're going to continue your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott taking matters into his own hands tonight, saying that the state will now have authority to allow police officers to arrest migrants who enter the U.S. illegally via the Texas border. And that's a huge portion of almost every single one of them. Basically, it is called the show me your papers bill. And it says, okay, there has to be some allowance. You have to be able to say that here I am here legally. Here are my documents. Here's my paperwork. If you can't show it, they can turn you around almost immediately, either law enforcement or the judges can do it. Wow, he is really not, you know, ratcheting this up uh, big time, especially with our wide open southern border. Let's go to Robert in Riverhead. Uh, Robert, your thoughts about Governor Abbott? I think this is a great move. Absolutely. 
He did it legislatively. That's the right way to go. And every other state that is willing to should pass the same law that he and his legislature and Senate did. Get these people out of here. I'm with Bill. Curtis says about how these guys are all young men of military age. Well, that's not it. They've also, many countries they come from are military service. They know military tactics. They can handle weapons. Get these people out of here before they become an entrenched mercenary army. Yeah, well, that's one thing that Phil brought up, too. I mean, who knows? It is interesting that they're all, again, uh, mostly adult, single adult men. And primarily, that is seems to be their focus. Where are the wives? Where are the kids? Uh, very few of them are accompanied with them. Or even if it's, you know, we don't even know if it's their real kids. A lot of times it's like, oh, yeah, this is my child. That's how they think they're getting across the border, too. They're just not vetted. I'm all for legal immigration, not illegal, unvetted. That's what makes it so dangerous. Let's go to Bobby in Orlando. Line two, Bobby, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. First of all, I want to thank you very much for taking my call. And I want to let you know, I listen to you every night when I'm washing the dishes. (laughs) I I eat late at night. I eat at 9 o'clock. And then I listen to you on my Alexa app because I have Alexa all through the house. Oh, that's great. So I listen to you, and I'm so happy uh, to talk to you because um, I listened to WABC growing up because I lived in New York for 30 years. And then I'm, when I retired, I moved to Florida because I was a radio disc jockey. But oh, how fun. Oh, that's great, yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Now, where were you? Where you, know, you were... I listen to Cousin Brucey yeah. and all those people. You know? Where were you a disc jockey, <laughs> by the way? I love that. I was a disc jockey at KISS FM uh, way back in the 80s. Um, it's now ESPN, you know. Yep. They, you know, yep. they, you know they, they change companies, you know how that goes, you know. So now, Bobby, let me ask you, you, know do, you I, do you run into, like, so many New Yorkers down there in Florida? Oh, Is it like New York Central? <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you something. I It was funny because when I drive, I see more New Yorkers here in in Florida, in Orlando, and I also see people in California. It's like they're all moving down here because they're tired of paying taxes. Yeah, I can't say I blame them. And unfortunately, crime and so many other issues is so crazy. I mean, we just have a few seconds. I want to make sure, Bob, your thoughts on all the migrant issue, too, well, real quick. Well, You're you great. Know, I, and I agree with you. I agree with all of your calls because, see, I live here in Orlando, and Governor DeSantis should do the same thing. I know he's running for president, but I, I hope eventually um, he will do the same thing because, you know, we're pay- taxpayers are paying for these migrants. And they're ruining all the, all of our our, uh, our our cities. You know what I'm saying? Because the taxpayers are paying for this. So it is crazy. By the way, it is absolutely crazy. And you know what, uh, Bobby? It's busting at the seams. New York. They're talking about maybe cutting police, fire. It's crazy, Bobby. You got to call again. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents 
Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we get to honor our great men and women in law enforcement, a powerful story coming from Waldorf, Maryland. Five deputies from the Charles County Sheriff's Office in Maryland are being hailed as heroes for swooping into action, saving a man and two dogs trapped underwater. Deputies arrived to the crash scene where a single vehicle plunged off a bridge and into a 17-foot pond. Officer Ian Byer said, My only thought was, how am I going to do this? How fast can I get it done? The officer was training other officers that day, and he said as he arrived on the scene, they could no longer see the vehicle in the water. All five officers assisted. They plunged into the very frigid water to begin the rescue. Officer Byer said it was really murky, so even if we went under, we wouldn't be able to see anything. So we literally were just reaching into the dark. Inside the car that was below water with seconds left of air only was Martin Watts and his two beloved dogs. Watts said, honestly, I was probably going to be there until somebody tried to pull that vehicle out because I wasn't having any luck fighting the jack handle and I didn't expect somebody to come into the water and actually rescue me. I did not expect to live through it. And Watts further said, I have nothing but gratitude for these great officers and for them going above and beyond and what they needed to do in that situation, saving me and my two dogs. What a powerful story. And wow, talk about the heroism of those officers and how lucky was Martin Watts to have those officers there come so quickly and so gutsy to go into the water to save him. Well, we're talking about also how risky it is on our U.S. southern border these days. And things are so bad that the U.S. Customs Department has now suspended railway operations at the international crossings into Texas. That started today just because there are so many migrants that are coming in on the railways and they feel that they need to get a handle of it. The other issue, too, are some stunning numbers coming from New York. We're hearing now from Mayor Eric Adams and others that not only were there 21,000 at one point in the city's care, there were like, you know, 150 that have come through, but about 21,000 that were consistently in the city's care, continuing to be on the payroll. And now we're hearing that that number is actually three times bigger. It's actually 67,000 migrants living in the city's shelter system. And that isn't just shelters. Those are also the hotels. Those are all the different perks that so many of the migrants get when they come to New York City. And we're also hearing stories that the migrants are not happy with the meals that are served up. So a number of them have been saying that the food is so bad that they just don't like it. So they're actually sneaking in. Some of these little like, you know, uh, Bunsen burners and things like that into their rooms and cooking on it. And a lot of people have said that work outside the Roosevelt Hotel, for example, which is the Big Apple's main migrant intake center, that they see a whole bunch of food all the time thrown in the garbage cans there. Pancakes, uh, tortillas, uh, chicken Alfredo, chicken with spaghetti. And they say that they just don't like the food isn't of the quality that they expect. 
I, I'm sorry, but you came to America. You're getting, you're lucky you're even in the country. You're getting free hotel rooms. You're getting free food. And the food is not up to your standards. To me, I call that, quote, ungrateful and disgusting. Meantime, here is President Trump. He was in New Hampshire over the weekend, and he is getting slammed by many in the progressive community. They're likening him to a word that I think people use way too much. They're likening him to Hitler after this comment. Take a listen to what he said in New Hampshire. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, The crime is going to be tremendous. And he's talking about the illegal migrants. I mean, that's ridiculous. Suddenly they said, oh, he sounds like an authoritarian leader. No, he sounds like somebody who's Speaking the truth, if you look, yeah, they are pouring into our country. I, they are pouring at a record pace. And President Biden could stop it in a heartbeat, but he doesn't want to. Let's go to Tony, line three. Tony, what do you think? I think this is pretty exciting because I'm focusing on a couple of things. Number one is that years ago, many in the 1800s, the states took over all their own borders and their immigration. And now in the 1800s, it started to change. And that left us in a very bad place with a very unsecure president. But what's happening is because the president has not kept the public safe, which is really keeping the borders safe from drug traffickers, from everything that's happening, it's not an immigration issue. It's really a protection issue, um, first and foremost, because there's so many deaths and and there's an eminent danger going on. And I think Governor Abbott is going to really win this time because there is a such a high level of security alert in our country. And that's really what borders were designed for when it became a crime in 1929-ish, if you crossed the border illegally, it was a crime. And so this is all there for a reason. It also points to the fact, Rita, and I'll conclude with this, that since the job of the president is to keep the people safe from any danger, he is, in fact, violating his job as a president. And to me, that is a high crime. Thank you, Rita. You know what? And I agree because the job of the president, first and foremost, is to protect the homeland. Uh, And to say, hey, come on in uh, is really incredible. The fact that he's now using it as leverage because he's so desperate to try to get the other aid packages passed. And I contend they should all stand on their own. They should all be separate bills, stand on their own merits. I think, you know, all different things that need to be discussed. But he's lumping them together. And then he can say, hey, look, see, I reduced some stuff at the border. I was trying. I was doing this, but the Republicans wouldn't do it, which is why I say, Tony, the Republicans shouldn't cave. I think the fact that he's trying to negotiate and get it to where like three to five thousand illegal migrants a day, you know, they shouldn't agree to that. Don't you think before I let you go, Tony, that they should hold fast and say no, zero illegal. Why would they agree to three or five thousand a day? That seems preposterous. Your thoughts. 
There's only one reason, Rita, is that maybe they need to go back to school for math because he's just saying he's going to reduce the debts by a minimal percentage. I think they all need to go back to math class, don't you? Yeah, I think they do. And I also think they need to go to morality (laughs) class, too, because, you know, if they agree to that, shame on these Senate Republicans, because there are discussions right now. Some have said, well, we're trying to figure out if it's three or five thousand will allow a day. They should say, no, we if you really care about securing the border, it's going to be zero. You're going to at least try your darndest to make it zero. Why would they ever agree to three or five thousand a day? I mean, I think that that to me is is ludicrous. And if they do, I hope every single one of them gets called out for it by voters uh, come election time, because that is shameful. They should not cave uh, because then they're supplying illegal, uh, you know, migration coming into our country. They're allowing it if they say that. Oh, let's just have three to five, you know. You only stubbed your toe once as opposed to twice. That's crazy. 1,000%. Tony, thank you very much. Let's go to Stan. Line four. Stan, what do you think? Adolf Trump meant exactly what he said. Wait, did you just call him Adolf Trump? You got it, baby. Oh, my God. Stan, come on. You don't really mean that. Listen, he didn't (laughs) say migrants. He didn't say illegal. He said immigrants are ruining the blood of this country. You know what that says? He's insulting your parents who came in in the early Actually, Stan, Stan, before it, he was talking about illegal immigration. He did say illegal immigration. immigration. He never said migrants. Read what he said. He said illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. You don't know what he said. He He said immigrants. Read. Look at the video. Now, he insulted Casamitita's history of his fair, Greece. He, any immigrant that came in, your family from Poland, he insulted all immigrants. Stan, the by the way, of the country Stan, is ruined. Stan, what a rat bastard this guy Stan, is. Stan, so let me tell you, Stan, if I thought he had really said that, then I would be offended, and, and John and everybody would be offended. As you know, I'm first-generation American, but he was talking about illegal immigration at that point. So, you know, you're you're stretching it because you just don't like the president. Orange man, bad. And what you think, let me just let me just ask you, do you think that what's going on under this president, I'm talking about President Biden at the border, is appropriate? I mean, do you think you think oh, it's good for uh, the country? Can I answer, please? Thank yes, you. please. Okay. Uh, for the last 30 years, it hasn't been appropriate. Nobody's done anything. Don't cry to me just about him. Nobody. Oh, they Trump, have. Trump did. Biden, he had remained in Mexico. Nothing. That is a lie, Stan. That Trump, is not a lie. Trump you had, want a lie? Trump had, I, Trump had remained yeah, in Mexico. The border was much. Yeah, he built over 500 miles of it. It's a heck of yeah, a lot more yeah, than yeah, Biden yeah, did. Really somehow, good. somehow. Right under it. Come actually, on. actually, Stan, it was working. If you, now, if you let listen let to people. Let, no, let me just tell you something. The border agent have said it works. So if I actually would trust them better than, you know, politicians or anybody else, they're right there on the front lines. They say the border wall worked. But for some reason, you think you're almost like you got Trumpitis. Like anything Trump-related, you just say, okay, it's bad. That's the way Biden was, too. Let me ask you a question. May I ask you a question? You may. Thank you. You're the queen. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> All right, listen. I, I, quickly, I'm going to go off I feel off like topic. Beyonce Rita, right now. <laughs> i got to go off quickly. Listen. Go ahead. Where the hell is WABC or ABC? 500 bikers took over Shelton, Connecticut three or four days ago. That's domestic terrorism. Rita, I haven't heard you talk about it. I didn't hear anybody talk about it. The FBI, the National Guard. 
domestic terrorism, Rita, for God's sake. Three to 500 bikers took over towns in Connecticut a couple of days ago. Not one person mentioned it. Nobody, even the governor's state. What's going on? That's I, a we, good – well, here, I'll read you I mean, what it you is. You know about it? Why was, didn't you talk? I you know what? You no, I am, I am learning about it with you, so I appreciate that, Stan. Um, I'm seeing here, okay, 500 bikers – uh, biker men, biker life. It looks like they showed up. What is there? A, so far, I'm they seeing did. bikers show up. Is there? I, I'm not seeing that it's a threat. I didn't know it was a bad they thing. Did, to, but they hurt. They did a lot of things. They broke this. They broke that. Well, I don't like that. They didn't do anything and so forth. They I don't no, like. I don't like that, but there's a little different than some guys getting out of control on a few Harleys than somebody crossing the border. Three yeah, to 500? Yeah, yeah. You know, have you ever seen, what is it, Sturgis? Have you seen Sturgis? Oh, yeah, that's, that? but that's an organized event. That's, this wasn't organized. This wasn't that type. I thought that was. It wasn't. I mean, that's going to small towns. But I haven't said. Yeah, and, and by the way, the National Guard somewhere. Stan, I agree. It, it could be a little intimidating with somebody showing up like that, but... But this is, I mean, that's a little bit of a, of a stretch Rita, because I you're making it, it up, sound. But... No, but you're making it sound like a bunch of bikers. Yeah, it is a little intimidating. A but little? Guess 500, what? 500, 3 to 500? Uh, you know what's intimidating? Suddenly people, uh, you know, shouting down the street saying, you know, uh, kill Jews, gas well, the Jews. That's intimidating too, but this oh, is Oh, that's a lot more intimidating here. than a bunch of bikers showing up, you know, that are like wearing their leather suits, you know, and saying, yeah, hey, let's uh, ride. I, I Baby, I let's roll. I into New York <laughs> or any other. You know what? Like I that. see them a lot of times. I see. I've seen I, them in New York. I've seen them right. on the streets of New York and Shelton, Rita, Connecticut. Sturgis, I know what Shelton like is like. Sturgis is one thing. I agree with you. It's, it's an organized situation, and it's great. But this wasn't. This was like crazy and so forth. And no police, no uh, national guard. The governor didn't do anything. It was, and some of the people were hurt. Yeah, that's it's not terrible. good. By the way, Stan, I am glad you told me about it because I, you're right. I had not seen it. It may have just been because they were obviously there's a lot of other well, more a, serious course, issues course, going on, you know. There's a lot but of I, other things. Yeah, I understand that. And, I that and, and, and there are people who are getting arrested for uh, being on the terrorist watch list at our border. It's a little different than 500 bikers. As long as you're not on the terror watch list. That's I what am I'm not. And Stan, <laughs> you could never be on the terror watch list. We'd make sure you we got I you both. off. Well, you and I both. But anyway, please mention I mean, look for the story. Yeah, I mean, I no, know no, no. By the way, I, you know, I'm always honest, and I and I had not heard that. I think it's a good thing to bring it up because it is scary. There's more suddenly, I know there are more important. I know. Look, everything. I know the. There's a lot important. of stuff going on. Oh, yeah, there is. But but I am glad you brought it up because I had not heard of it. Normally, so I think I it's interesting. It came up on and so forth. Yeah. I, absolutely. I so always please. appreciate hearing about it. Thank you, Stan. Okay. I'm glad you did. Thank you very much, Stan, uh, introducing us to the story. I'm going to look into it. 500 bikers. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, let's dance. That's my uh, ode to uh, stand after that one, right? Maybe with the 500 bikers, too, right? 
Anyway, we are talking also about the border, too. And this is scary. You knew this was going to happen. The migrants at New York City's tent shelter at Floyd Bennett Field, that's that old airfield in Brooklyn, say that with the big storm that took place today, and there was a lot of flooding and high winds, that it caused the metal bolts and hinges to drop from the ceiling. And they were really terrified that the tents were just going to fly off. It's currently home, by the way, that location to 1,700 migrants. And they said when there were 55-mile-an-hour winds and heavy rain, it was just beating on the top. And they were very worried because pieces were falling from the roof. Uh, Very scary stuff. I'm also wondering what's going to happen when it gets even colder outside. I mean, it's pretty darn cold, but over the weekend it wasn't so bad yet. But what about when it gets really cold and it starts snowing? Uh, These tents, these locations are not suited. Uh, There's a lot of flooding, too. It'll be interesting to see tomorrow. Will there be a lot of flooding that remains? Uh, These are not necessarily suitable locations. They haven't vetted them. It's just, it's crazy. And what happens when it gets really, really cold? And again, there's no more room at the end. We've even heard from Mayor Eric Adams that he thinks some of them may end up sleeping on the street. I mean, why didn't you just say, don't come to New York, Mr. Mayor? That probably would have been a better tact. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tom in Somerset. Line three, Tom, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, blessed Christmas to you and your family. Thank you. You're a joy to listen to. Thank Thank you. You you too, Tom. Thank you. You're a joy to listen to, and Stan, if I may say, is toxic. He has such deep Trump derangement syndrome. I I don't think I've heard anybody as toxic as he is. Anybody objectively looking at the facts, Rita, as you do, clearly would see that Trump is one of the best presidents our nation has ever had. By objective facts, Trump or, or Biden is not only the worst, but he's a traitor to our nation. He 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 wasn't even legitimately elected, but I'll leave that alone. As far as Governor Abbott goes, and, and Stan is really, I, I love your program. When he comes on, I really want to turn it off, but because it's you're so strong, I leave the program on. Thank you. But as, as it goes to Governor Abbott, He's Abbott and Costello. Until he seals that border, the federal government hasn't done their job. Why doesn't he step up like the governor of the great state of Texas and seal the damn border? I agree. It's like, Rita, you go to bed at night and you have a home invasion. You just keep saying, well, honey, I got to lock that door one of these nights. You get ripped off again. Well, I think we got to lock the door. You know, I I mean, it's so pathetic. Is is. this the United States of America or or is this some kind of third world, a banana republic hellhole? I'm so tired of it, Rita. By the way, uh, by the way, uh, just a couple of days ago, I had a friend um, from out of the country who came to visit. It was maybe about two weeks ago. And he said to me, what the heck is going on with your country, with the, with the borders? 
He was like astounded. He's like, what, what, who, how is this president? Why are people not, uh, you know, rising up or, or saying this is incredible? But I agree with you, Tom. It's shocking. Um, but there are a lot of people who are sort of, you know, uh, in this fog. And that's why I, and there, you know, listen, Stan is a character, uh, but he's still a very, I think he's still a very lovable guy. He is a veteran, so I have respect for him. Um, and also, there are a lot of people who still think like Stan, who don't understand the issues at the border. He will say, yeah, the border needs to be sealed. It's, you know it's bad when he does, that he says at least there needs to be more security at the border. But you're right. I think this president has been completely derelict, and it's anti-American.